we have been, our theme this year at our church is uh, without spot or wrinkle, and uh, as the Word of God says there in Ephesians, that uh, we should be preparing ourselves for the return of the Lord. And, uh, and so on Thursday nights, we have been uh, ironing out issues uh, in different uh, areas in our lives, and so far we've really been focusing on the home, and we'll continue doing so until we get to our couple's retreat, kind of working towards that. Uh, but uh, I really felt Lord, led of the Lord just to continue that uh, tonight um, in, uh, in just our next lesson because um, our school will only be as strong as our families, and uh, it's really important that uh, the family, um, uh, again, that number one, that you are standing with your church and uh, supporting your church. And as a school, uh, we are very thankful for each and every family and uh, their support as we work together. In Proverbs chapter 24 and in verse number 3, it says this, it says, Through wisdom is an house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Uh, in this passage of scripture here, we see how a home is built, how it is established by understanding, it is built by wisdom, and with knowledge, it is filled with blessings from the Lord. Uh, the three, what I call the three pillars of life, uh, are found in the book of Proverbs, and that is knowledge and wisdom and understanding. And uh, the Bible, especially in Proverbs, talks about the importance of getting knowledge the importance of getting wisdom, and then it kind of underlines the importance of getting understanding. It says, with all thy getting, get understanding. And what are, what are those three pillars of life? Knowledge I have defined as this. Knowledge is knowing what to do. Wisdom is knowing how to do it. And understanding is knowing why you do it. And when you have those three things set in your life, uh, and those three things founded in the Lord and His Word, then there is going to be success there. I want all of our homes to be successful homes in the eyes of God. And so it really matters with our homes here in this passage of Scripture that we know what to do, and that is knowledge. And it says there in verse number 4, And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches that we might reap the rewards. I want our homes to glorify God. And there are blessings when we follow the word of God. And then I want us to have wisdom, how to do that. Uh, verse number three, through wisdom is a house built. As we study the word of God, we'll know how our home should be. And then I want us to have understanding. That is why we do it. By understanding, in verse number three, it is established. That word established means stable, it is enduring, it is secure. I'll just put it this way, and then we'll get right into it. When the Lord is there in the presence of the Lord and a seeking in a home to glorify God, that home is going to be different than the world's homes. Uh, that home is going to have a different atmosphere and a different environment. Um, Brother Slee wasn't able to make it tonight as they have church functions. But uh, uh, again, uh, I have been amazed uh, in the last 10 years as we established a church. And the Lord blessed that in wonderful ways down there. And Brother Slee led that effort in seeing the Hope Baptist Church established. Started in Elmwood, Ohio, Elmwood Place. And uh, not, um, you know, um, uh, 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 
well-off location, a lot of sin, a lot of uh, uh, different sorts of vices down there. But praise the Lord, people have been getting saved. And uh, people began, their lives began to change. And it's amazing as people got saved and they started growing in the Lord, how that the Lord changed not just their life, but their homes. And not just their home, but their environment. And uh, everything about them. And they begin to stand out, as the Word of God says in the Gospels, as a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Uh, that They truly were a light in their community and continue to be. And because uh, God, when He changes, when God is there, when wisdom and knowledge and understanding is being applied, then God is being glorified, and that home should be an example to the other homes around them of what God can do. There should be a difference. Uh, right now, <clears throat> Brother Joshua's brother is uh, over in India with his wife, and they're uh, still working on some visa issues, and uh, Lord willing, soon, uh, in the next uh, few months, we're hoping and, uh, or so, uh, to be able to, to move this way and head this direction. But one thing that I have noticed from the videos and the, and, the, and the pictures and things that he sends is the difference between the homes of those who know the Lord and the environments and those who don't know the Lord. Uh, and it's not just, you know, in their, their countenance, but it literally is the physical appearance of things. Because when someone knows the Lord and they want to honor the Lord, character sets in. And, uh, and a work ethic sets in. And there's nothing wrong with work. Amen. And there should be a difference between a household of faith and a household where there is no faith. And I would just ask us tonight, as we just consider a few things for just a few moments, is our home different than a lost home? Is our home as a city that is set on a hill is our home a light in a dark world? There should be some differences there. And I want to look at the scriptures and show how this can be. Number one, of course, and we'll start with this, is wisdom. The Bible says in verse number three, through wisdom is in house builded. Wisdom is knowing, again, uh, how to do what needs to be done. Our homes have to be built with wisdom. And we find that wisdom through the Lord. We find that wisdom through some avenues that the Bible teaches. But the bottom line is this, that every one of us in our homes, whether, whether it's uh, a mom and dad, whether it's a single parent, whatever it is, we're going to do our best for the glory of God to raise our children for the Lord. But understand this, that we literally make hundreds of decisions every week that are going to determine the direction of our home. And it's really important that we use wisdom. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 14 and verse number one that every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with their hands. The reality is this, that we as parents, we're either building our home through wisdom or we are pulling it apart through works of our flesh. There's no in-between there. So we need wisdom. So where do we get this wisdom from? Aren't you glad the Bible's clear on these things? We can have wisdom. Number one, and first and foremost, wisdom comes from the Scriptures. The Bible say, says in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 3 that we had, God has given us all things that pertain unto godliness. We have everything in our hand in the Word of God. It is the ultimate source of wisdom. It is, Paul refers to it as the mind of God. 
You and I can understand, we can have wisdom uh, when we study the Word of God. Say, how do I get that wisdom from this book? Well, it's really simple, all right? But you got to read it. Amen? We have to read it. And you may say, oh, well, of course, duh, right? I, I, I can hear that, right? But so many Christians don't. We don't take the time to read the Word of God daily. If your only Word of God time is sitting in a church, you are starving yourself spiritually. You need to spend time in the Word of God. Study the Word of God. Read the Word of God. But then I, I put the second thing, how we get it. You got to receive it. You got to read it, but you got to receive it. I mean, it's one thing to read it. I can read, thou shalt not steal. But then I need to apply that in my life. I mean, we can read it. You know, there are lost people that read this book. And if they don't believe it and they don't apply it, it's not going to change their life. We not only need to read the Word of God, but we need to receive it. When we're sitting in God's house, when we're listening to Bible preaching and teaching, be all ears. Have your heart open. You know, it's possible to sit there with your ears on the side of your head and not be listening. It's over and over in the word of God. Jesus, or the Lord, our God, rebuked the people of Israel and later his disciples, having ears, but hear not. Every husband in this room has been guilty. But we won't even talk about that. Oh, yeah, right? But read it and receive it, and in this, react to it. Apply it. Do what it says. You know, I, I've looked with so many people, and we do a lot of counseling. And then I'll look at folks, and, you know, I'll go through things, and they'll nod at me. They'll, are you listening? Yes, they'll nod at me. And then it eventually says, do it. It works. It works. This book works. When we follow it, it works. You can get all the counsel in the world, but if you don't apply it, it's not going to do any good. Read it, receive it, and react to it. That is a source and the ultimate source of wisdom. That's why our education at our academy is a Bible-based education. That means we look at it through the viewpoint of God. History is truly his story. Science is his laws. All right? And uh, you can go through whatever you want to, but we're studying in light of the fact that God created everything. He ordained all things. He is providence leads in all things. And we ought to rejoice and, 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 and want and desire a Bible-based education. But wisdom does not, is not just from the scriptures, but the Bible says that wisdom also comes through supplication and prayer. James chapter 1 and verse number 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, do what? Ask of God, right? You say, well, I, I don't know what to do. Pray. Ask the Lord. Now, I will tell you this, that the second point of prayer is not nearly as effectual if you're not doing the first part of Bible study. And you read the Word of God, because God will speak to us through the Word of God. But pray. If you lack wisdom, pray. God wants to give it. Matter of fact, James says he gives it liberally, all right? Uh, he'll pour it out, all right? He wants you to have this wisdom. So our houses only, our homes only have one recipe for success. That is through wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Wisdom comes through the scriptures, through supplication, and thirdly, through the Holy Spirit of God. 
The Bible says this in Acts chapter 6, talking about finding deacons. Look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. When the Holy Spirit is in control of our life, when we are not grieving the Holy Spirit, when we are wanting and surrendering to his leadership in our life, and we be a spirit-filled and a spirit-led person, there is wisdom there. God will grant you a spirit of wisdom. There have been so many times, that, and I'm thankful and all glory to God, that I am confronted with situations. I have no idea the answer, but I'm thankful that there is a God in heaven and the Holy Spirit will guide you and give you answers. And sometimes I've looked back after counseling somebody or talking to somebody or even standing behind a pulpit and I say, I don't know where that came from, but thank you, God. All right, Because he will give you wisdom, the Spirit. But let me tell you this, all right? Uh, uh, parents tonight, your spouse is a source of wisdom. The Bible says, and we studied this last week in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, two are better than one. Listen, communicate, talk. Uh, my, my greatest counselor, apart from God and the scriptures, is my wife. I'm thankful for her, and I, I value her counsel, and I look for it. But also spiritual people. God will put spiritual people in your life who have wisdom. Proverbs chapter 24 and verse number 6 says, In the multitude of counselors there is safety. Listen to spiritual people. So you say, well, my home's kind of struggling. Then get around spiritual people that have experience and pick their brain a while. Spend time with them. Invite them to your house. But glean all the wisdom that you can but we got to have wisdom and secondly it takes knowledge knowledge is knowing not just uh, wisdom is how to do it knowledge is what to do in our text it says there uh, and by knowledge shall the uh, chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches listen god will bless when we act on what we know is right to do when we knew we do what is right to do i'll give you another word for knowledge doing what is right and knowing what to do another word for that is godliness it's a proper attitude and proper conduct before god and i'll just ask all of our homes i'm asking myself i'm asking you and i studied it god was working on my heart but is your home godly is there godly conduct in your home does your home honor God? Do you see the blessings of God in your family? Because I believe every word in this book is true. And by knowledge shall, thy, shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. I believe that when we act and live and promote godliness, that God's blessing and hand of blessing will be evident in our home. And by pleasant and, you know, these riches that it's talked about, that is not a monetary thing. That is what life is really all about and what's really valuable. I'm not saying God won't bless financially. But the Bible is very clear in Proverbs chapter 15 and verse number 6. In the house of the righteous is much treasure, but the revenues of the wicked is trouble. Treasure or trouble? Now, we need to answer for our homes, looking at our homes, because you know your home better than anybody. Treasure or trouble? 
Is your home constantly going through this and then this and then this and then this? And it seems like, oh, I never can get on top of things. And it's always, everything's against me. And our home's always. Now, everybody faces troubles. It's part of living in a sin-cursed world, right? You get flat tires, right? Uh, you know, uh, uh, your hot water heater breaks. Uh, you know, it, these, these things happen, all right? Uh, but when it's constant and it seems like the, the, the uh, you know, um, the, the, uh, there's always something against you and something pushing against you and your family's never uh, sharing any love and there's always just problem, problem, problem and hatred and all these things, something's not right in your home. Godliness is not where it should be. You say, well, what's these treasures you're looking for? Well, John said it this way, I have no greater joy than to hear to my children walk in truth. There is not a greater there is not a greater treasure, joy, or happiness than seeing your children do right. But I'll also add this, there's probably not a greater hurt than watching your children do wrong. And as a parent, we all understand that. So what do we do? Every day invest. Every day promote godliness. Because by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with precious and pleasant riches. And then the third thing is understanding. Understanding is knowing why we do these things. Uh, understanding is, is found, and by understanding, it is established. It is secure. It is stable. The Word of God, when we know why, I always give this illustration between the, the three things, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. You know, uh, uh, children shouldn't be just like running 100 miles an hour through, through the church auditorium. It's just not good, right? Um, you know, they can run into people. They can hurt themselves. Uh, you know, there are some that move slower than they are, and they could really get hurt, and, uh, and it's just not respectful, right? And so we don't want our children running 100 miles an hour through the auditorium. Now, that is what they should do, right? Wisdom is how they do it. So instead of running, little Timmy, right? Do we have any, you know, well, I don't know. No matter what name I pick, we'll take Johnny Chittam, right? He was a kid one time. Little Johnny, right? Uh, instead of running 100 miles an hour, walk slowly, I'm sure your mother had to tell you to stop running at times. Yeah, see? Told you. All right? Uh, you know, so don't do that. And so we teach how. That's wisdom. But understanding is why. Because you don't want to hurt someone. Because it's all about the protection of others and respect. Right? Now that comes into play with this. All right? Brother Hodden, it, you know, he would, this would never happen. But all of a sudden he has a health issue and he starts to pass out. That would never happen. Right? Yeah, yeah. Except for two weeks ago. Uh, you know, and, and someone says, someone go get help. I don't want little Johnny now to say, yes, I'll get help. Right? No, run, boy. Right? Go get help. And when you have, when you have understanding and you know why you're doing it, you know it's the right thing to do now. It's the honorable thing to do now. And it's showing respect to him in doing so. So understanding changes everything. And so we need all three. And where do we find this understanding, all right? The Bible teaches us in Proverbs chapter number four to get understanding and forget it not. In Proverbs chapter four and verse number seven, with all thy getting, get understanding. In Proverbs chapter two and verse number 11, understanding shall keep thee. In Proverbs chapter nine and verse number six, forsake the foolish and live and go in the way 
of understanding. Understanding is two things. It will lead you. It will give you a motivation. It will help us as fathers and mothers and children to understand why we're doing what we do. And a man will lead his home correctly when he has understanding of why he's doing it. And by the way, a, a, a father should lead in these areas, if that's at all possible. Um, you know, I, some people accuse me of like, you know, well, that, you know. And I'm just telling you what the Bible says. If, even with the qualifications of a pastor, we can't ever look at it this way. But if, may, if a man know not to how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the house of God? Now, that's true. But it also implies something that the man's supposed to be leading his own house. Right? And so that should be there, all right, if, if it's possible. And I understand circumstances, all right? But the fact is this, all right, we should have this understanding because what happens is this. When we leave out understanding, everything becomes about this. And some of us, we've been raised in this at times, all right, and it doesn't work, all right? Everybody look at me on this one. Ready? Why am I doing this? Because I said so. Now, that has a moment. That has its time. All right? But if you never teach understanding, they eventually will walk away. Because if they don't know why they're doing it, then eventually, what's the point? And authorities won't always be there. So it's a matter. Understanding gives us leadership, and understanding gives us stewardship. When we have understanding and we know why we're doing things, then we're going to take care of what we have. We're going to take care of it. We read Proverbs 24 and verse number uh, 3, and by understanding it is established. Look down at verse number 30. It says, So I went by the field of the slothful, and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns and nettles, and covered the face thereof, and a stone wall thereof was broken down. Whoever was in charge of the vineyard wasn't doing his job. Then I saw and considered it well and looked upon it and received instruction. Yet a little sleep and a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth and one, uh, one that traveleth and, and thy want as an armed man. What's the problem? Somebody's being lazy. Somebody's not taking care of what they are supposed to be taking care of. And I'll just leave it at this. This is what's really important with our kids that they have understanding. I'm not going to, don't worry, I'm done. You know, do your homework. You know, why? Because I said so. Because the teacher said so. Oh, that, that's good. Love the respect. But you need to teach them why they're doing their homework. It's a matter of character. And to not do it is a matter of laziness. Study. Why? Because it shows character. It may not seem like a big deal when I memorize a multiplication table. But when they get out in life, they better have some character. They better want to finish and start and, and teach them, oh, why, are we, why do we have to do this? I, I teach algebra and geometry. You know how many times students have looked at me and said, why are we learning this? Or this famous question, how am I going to use this in real life, right? There's some things I look at them and say, I have no clue how you're going to use this in real life, right? But I'll tell you this, it's teaching you how to follow steps and have character and don't quit and get the job done right. Because we lack that in our world today. There's a generation that's growing up that has no understanding. So if we want our homes to be solid, and I want all of our homes to be solid, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding.
And that's not just for our church. It's not just for guests. It's for all believers. Let's build our homes that way.